is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, we are drafting. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fantasy Football Today. And we've got a 12-team standard scoring mock draft going on right now. Jamie Eisenberg, which pick do you have? I have number two. All right, you are number two. Adam Azer, what pick do you have? I have the fifth pick. How about you, Dave Richard? I'm at nine. Okay. Number six. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, fake Heath Cummings. All right, so we're two, five, and nine. No Heath on today's show. Email oh, us, whoa. everybody, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I'm sorry, fake Heath, did I cut you off there? I'm very upset. <laughs> Actually, full disclosure, we've already done the first round of this draft, so we will reveal that to you in just a second um, as the picks are coming in as we are into round two. But you'll get different types of strategies here and maybe a little controversy with uh, who I would take number four. Personally, I like Antonio Brown better than David Johnson. I know not everybody's going to agree. So here, here's what it looks like so far as the picks are uh, are flying off the board. Round one, 12 teams, standard scoring. Remember, just two wide receivers required. Todd Gurley won, followed by... Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, and David Johnson. Four running backs off the board. Again, they are Gurley, Bell, Zeke, and Johnson. No major surprises, but I would take Antonio Brown over David Johnson, even in standard scoring, guys. So I took Brown fifth overall, followed by DeAndre Hopkins to Heath. Good job, Heath. Thank you. And Leonard Fournette <laughs> goes seven. Kareem Hunt goes eight. And then Dave with a really interesting pick after Hunt. Odell Beckham over Melvin Gordon in the standard scoring league. So Beckham 9, Gordon 10, Dalvin Cook 11, Julio Jones 12. So Dave Richard, uh, you actually just made your second pick. We'll get to that. But why Odell Beckham over Melvin Gordon in standard scoring? I have him ranked higher. I think Odell bounces back next year. I don't think Eli's falling apart. I do expect the Giants to improve their offensive line and not necessarily improve their run game to the point where it takes targets away. From Odell Beckham. We'll see how this goes. What I'm worried about is that in round two, I'm going to end up with another receiver, and I'll start my draft with receiver-receiver. Uh, I'm not going to say that that's a bad thing. It just really comes down to what running backs I end up with. It'll be an interesting uh, science experiment for this draft. Okay, and now another interesting science experiment here is that uh, the rankings are not updated in the draft room, so it could be some surprises. Uh, as we try to, like, I'm trying to, who are, the, who are the best running backs available? We're into round two. Um, and the picks in round two were Gronkowski, Kamara, Mike Evans, AJ Green, Michael Thomas. So big run on wide receivers there. Uh, who are we looking at at running back, guys? McCoy, Ingram. You put Devontae Freeman in that list? Uh, yeah. I- Put Derrick Henry above those guys. Jordan Howard's there. Wow, Derrick Henry above them. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye, DeMarco. Well, once that happens, I think I think we're probably going to feel the same way about that. We all will. But it hasn't happened yet. Uh Oh, you mean when DeMarco Murray goes? Right. I'm not saying that DeMarco is going to be the starter, but he could end up taking still 40% of the workload. DeMarco's there. not going to be there next year. Well, wow, we, we, we can, I don't know if we can just assume that right now, though, can we? Like when you're doing this uh, draft. They, they, they kind of were talking about it, the players I spoke to. I well, know, what I when, heard when you talked about it with Mariota was that he does expect Murray to be there. No. 
You said no, he doesn't expect me I to I didn't be speak there. to Mariota on anything you would have heard, so. Oh, so this is something behind the scenes. Yes. And what did he say? Delaney Walker too. They're like, he's going to get, they're, they're excited about Derrick Henry getting a featured role. I'm just assuming that they assume the same thing is going to happen, which is probably what makes sense is get rid of DeMarco Murray. Well, I guess my question is when you do a mock draft on February 7th, you know, how do you treat it? I am taking Derrick Henry in a pick. I'll tell you that much. But you're taking him assuming that DeMarco's gone. Yes. Okay. So here are some of the uh, round two picks is now we got some running backs coming off the board. I'm surprised you took Devontae Freeman. Uh, Gronk. Gronk, Kamara, Evans, Green, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, and then yes, I took Devontae Freeman. Uh, and then LaShawn McCoy went. Well, I guess it would have been Freeman or Ingram or Henry. Uh, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't love the running backs there. Then why take one? Well, who else was I gonna take? I already have I mean, one wide receiver. I'm not going receiver, receiver in a standard scoring league. Freeman's a really good player. I, would, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just surprised you took him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we've definitely – the running back that went before Freeman was Kamara, but that was like six picks earlier. So I think after Kamara, you got a real drop in tier. And I was stuck with the next tier. I guess that kind of sucked. Um, so Freeman, Freeman McCoy, uh, Henry – Howard Henry are the next four picks. You took Henry, Jamie. Why not Ingram? You know, I just think that they like Kamara more and they trust Kamara more, and I'm not sure what to expect from Mark Ingram. They trust Kamara more? I think so. I think that became evident toward the end of the season. The they bigger the, did in the playoffs. The bigger the games, the bigger the spots they seem to go toward Kamara. And and I wonder if the game that he got the concussion was when we were starting to see that. Yes, exactly. First drive when of he that had, game. he had like three catches in the first two minutes? He had five touches in the first, right. first two drives, yeah. All right, so we're almost done with two rounds. Uh, I'll read round two again. Gronk, Kamara, then a bunch of wide receivers. Evans, Green, Thomas, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen. You guys cool with Devontae Adams with, with that group? Evans, Green, Thomas, Adams, Allen? 100%. And then four straight running backs. Freeman, McCoy, Howard, Derrick Henry. We are now at the last pick of round two. And uh, I do want to congratulate Jamie Eisenberg, award-winning Jamie Eisenberg. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. FSWA Writers Award or FSW, FSWA, the Fantasy Sports Writers Association Award for an article that Jamie wrote about wide receivers in our magazine with Beckett. That was really cool and major kudos to Jamie. Great job. Well-deserved, sir. Very happy thank for you. you. I appreciate that. And okay. I uh, thank the FSWA and the other nominees. It was a tough group. And, you know, thanks to Beckett for making the article come to life. Mark Ingram was the last pick of round two, and then Scott took Travis Kelsey, and now Jamie's on the clock again with two running backs. Ooh, you took Tyreek Hill. I was wondering if you were thinking about Ertz there. No. Okay, because I am no. picking in like three picks, and I probably will take Zach Ertz. I have no problem with that. Um, all right, so you go with Tyreek Hill. Who are some other wide receivers that you like right now that you took Hill over? I mean, there, it's, it's slim pickings. In terms I feel like of- it's a drop-off already. That, that Hill was yeah, like the last I, I think guy. if if you tell me right now Andrew Luck is right, then T.Y. Hilton's certainly in this group by far. Uh, it might be better than these guys. The fact that he put up you know almost a thousand yards with the quarterbacks that he had, but uh, we don't know what Andrew Luck's situation is. So yes, I would agree. Uh, to me, there are ten wide receivers that I love, and Hill is the tenth. That's a great question. So Josh McDaniels sticking with the Patriots. Some rumors about Andrew Luck. I'm on the clock right now, so let me just make this pick, and then I will transition. I'm going to have to take Ertz, but I really want Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Who do you guys have higher in your rankings, just straight up? I have Ertz higher. Ertz. All right. 
But again, it comes down to what you think you want to do with your roster. Yeah, I really want one of those top three tight ends. I took Ertz 29th overall. So uh, round three looks like this. Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Alshon Jeffrey, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Ertz, and Kenyon Drake to Heath. What do you think about the Andrew Luck situation, and, and do you think T.Y. Hilton going 28th overall was appropriate? I, I mean, look, we saw this last year. This was, you know, we did the early drafts last season, you know, past this point, uh, probably before training camp. This is the range he was going in, and we know what, what happened. He wasn't worth being drafted here, but if Andrew Luck comes back at 100%, we still have to see who the quarterback, who the coach is going to be and, and the system that they're going to run, but... That's his go-to guy, and their receiving core is bad. Um, you know, Moncrief is a free agent. Uh, they, I think, only have four guys on the roster at the position, so they have to rebuild that spot. So Hilton's going to probably see, you know, 120 plus targets, which should be good for him. What did you guys think of Dalvin Cook going in the first round, 11th overall? That's where I take him, right around there, and I, it's on the hunch that he comes back from the ACL just fine. Vikings probably going to take another step in improving their offensive line. Curious what they'll do at quarterback, but I know that their head coach loves them. Jamie, you talked to a bunch of Vikings players. They love Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that he's just got a huge opportunity, especially on a team with such a strong defense, to have a lot of 20-touch games and to rack up numbers. Yeah, it's, it's nitpicky for me, but I would have definitely taken Camaro over him because I think there's a lot more upside for Camaro than there is for Cooks. Not, or for Cook, not that Cook is a bad player. I just think that if if Kamara starts to take on more work, his ceiling is is definitely higher. Guys, I'm looking at your running back rankings, and right around 21 or so, it gets a little dicey, in my opinion. You know, at the end of the teens, you've got guys like Hyde and Mixon and Drake, uh, and then you start Enajai, and you start to get into Deion Lewis. The Packers guys, Jamal Williams, you guys have the, the highest. Tevin Coleman, Lamar Miller, CJ Anderson. You're not talking about, in my opinion, like, you know, safe picks by any means. So this is really on the fly for me. And I didn't have time to kind of study the rankings, but I guess I would like two top 18 running backs. Not going to happen every time. I mean, I could have done it, but I went with Ertz instead. And I'm fine with that. But I would love to get two top 18 running backs, something like that. Yeah, it, I mean, it. I, I, I wasn't sure it was going to be there for me at the back end of round two. I was happy to see that I had the choice of Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram, and, you know, guys like McCaffrey, Mixon, Drake that were there. Mm-hmm. So I was probably going to take one of those guys with the receiver. I, I'm happy with the way it worked out. You know, I, I think – Picking uh, back end of round one, beginning of round two, you should have your chance to get to those guys for sure. Let's talk about who the three of us have through three picks. Okay, Jamie, you had the second pick. What's your team so far in this 12-team standard scoring league? It is Le'Veon Bell, Derrick Henry, and Tyree Kill. So worst-case scenario for me, I have a retired running back, a guy in a timeshare, <laughs> and a guy with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> yes, love first it. First-year quarterback. Uh, Dave, you're, uh, I'll go second because I have the fifth pick. I have uh, Antonio Brown, Devontae Freeman, and Zach Ertz. Uh, so kind of a, kind of a weird team Very for safe. me. It's good. Uh, you got one at each big position. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it, and it keeps your doors open to uh, go in any direction you want in round four. Yeah. Well, if Aaron Rodgers makes it to me in round four, I'll take him, but I doubt he will. We're almost done with round three. And, Dave, your three picks. 
I don't like how it turned out for me. I started with Odell Beckham in round one, wow. AJ Green in round two, and then I hated the running backs that were left when I was up in round three. So I took another receiver, Brandon Cooks, and I'm not going to draft another receiver the rest of the way. I think it's interesting that Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Cooks are both third round picks. Jeffrey like seven picks earlier. I don't know that they really warranted it based on their 2017 performances. Forgetting about where they finished, because it was a bad year for wide receivers. But just the ownership experience of owning Jeffrey and Cooks. You know, Jeffrey, very few yards, a lot of touchdowns. Cooks, very, very inconsistent. A lot of bad games. I don't disagree with it at all. I just I think it's interesting that we have faith in Jeffrey and Cooks to be better next year. Cooks makes me nervous because of Edelman coming back. So, I, I mean, like I haven't ranked, you know, at top 15, so I'm not like that nervous, but I, I think there's going to be some downside for a guy that may have overachieved a little bit this year mm-hmm. to a certain extent because he benefited without, you know, clearly one of Tom Brady's primary targets. Okay, let's take a look at round three, guys, and then we'll try to be a little bit more live with these picks. Round three, Travis Kelsey, and then just give me quick thoughts on these three wide receivers who go consecutively. Hill, Alshon Jeffrey, T.Y. Hilton. Any issues? I think we all agree that Hill is the best of the three. And I think in the case of Alshon Jeffrey, you've got to hope that he can come through with a lot of touchdowns again next year. He's gone, uh, including the playoffs this year, 28 games in a row without a 100-yard game. His last 100-yard game was week one of the 2016 Hmm. season. Sounds like Todd Gurley. (laughs) It sounds like Des Bryant. Yeah, a little bit. It's very similar. And... Okay, after those three receivers, Zach Ertz to me, and then tell me about these three running backs. Kenyon Drake, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon. Standard scoring. Drake, Mixon. Drake, McCaffrey, Mixon. I wish I had one of those guys on my team. So you would have taken all went right in front of me. You would have taken all of them. Ahead of Cooks? Yes. Even McCaffrey and Standard? Yeah. Just think expanded role this year? Yeah. Okay. I I think so just based on North Turner being there and, you know, him hopefully getting more reps. As a rusher. His, his receiving total should stay about the same. Then Dave took Cooks, and then I see Ajayi going 34th overall, third to last pick of the round. Like, I feel like he could... What are they going to do with Blunt? I don't think they keep him. They're not bringing him back. I think I love Ajayi then. Yeah. You know, I, I think I would take him over McCaffrey in standard. Mm, I don't think I'm doing that. If they let Blunt go, and they don't bring back Sproles, so they go with... Some combination of Ajayi, Clement, maybe working more of Smallwood, maybe working somebody else. You know, uh, I don't know if Kenyon Barner stayed on the roster, but, um, you know, some third option where it's just not anybody meaningful, then I think he could be a beast. Ajayi. Yeah. Okay. So uh, through three rounds, Jamie has Henry, Bell, and Tyreek Hill. I have Freeman, Antonio Brown, and Ertz. And Dave has Beckham, Green, and Cooks, three wide receivers in a standard scoring league. It's interesting. So uh, what are we talking about with strategy here, guys? Dave, you'll be picking in about four picks. We're waiting for round three to end here. I'm pigeonholed into running back, hopefully. Uh, I could go quarterback or tight end if there's one that I really like there. And this is about the spot where I think you are going to see the elite quarterbacks go off the board. In our draft. I I would consider Aaron Rodgers. He's my number one quarterback. Um, I would consider him here, even though I don't have a running back. And I just, it speaks to the drop that there is at running back from this plentiful tier, a couple of tiers to this next group where 
if, if you're talking to me about it, it's guys like Carlos Hyde, Deion Lewis, Jamal Williams. Obviously, at this point in the offseason, no guarantees with any of these guys, but they all have a chance to get uh, a decent workload at the very least. Hyde could be interesting season. because if he stays in San Francisco as the lead guy, I mean, you know he's going to lose some touches to, you know, whether it's Brita and Joe Williams if they bring him back into the fold or uh, just simply Brita. It's a very good situation for him because the offense clearly is pointed in the right direction. Or he could end up, let's say, maybe on Detroit, you know, where he could get somewhat of a featured role, go to a team that has a chance to, you know, hopefully improve their their situation running the ball. You know, the, the worst case scenario is he goes to a timeshare, you know, where he, you know, takes takes the money to be the quote unquote lead guy, but he's not going to get the type of touches that he's typically been getting the last couple of years. Now you might be able to tell that somebody in the draft wasn't really paying attention. Uh, and we've been stalling, waiting for him to make his picks, the last pick of round three and the first pick of round four. And it's it's always Will Brinson. Big fan of Will Brinson's. He's a fan of the show. But he's, you know, he's always late to drafts. He's always holding us up. He just took Dion Will, Lewis. Will actually had a critique of you Uh-oh. <laughs> about something you usually critique me on. Oh, boy. So I think for the first time, I was – very diligent with making sure everybody paid their leagues and paying everybody out well before I usually do. So when I paid Will for winning the league that he won, I forget which one it was, he said, I wish our baseball commissioner was like that and paid everybody on time. Aren't you the baseball commissioner? No, you are the baseball commissioner. You are I just the co- to help you out. You are the co-commissioner. Yeah, Jamie helps me out by saying stuff like, Email everyone in the league today. (laughs) (laughs) I keep you on on point. All right, so he took Deion Lewis, who obviously is extremely interesting. Uh, Your thoughts on uh, on Deion Lewis at 36 overall in a standard scoring league? If he stays with New England, I mean, you kind of know what to expect. There'll be some great weeks, and there'll be some questionable weeks. He made back-to-back questionable picks. And he takes Lamar Miller. I... See, that one was interesting. I, I wasn't a big Lamar Miller guy last year, and this is about where he went, 37th overall. But with a, with such a better offense with Deshaun Watson, like could Lamar Miller be the player that we hoped he'd become when he went to Houston? Yeah, I think it comes down to what Deontay Foreman's health is. You know, if he's healthy from the torn Achilles, ruptured Achilles, yeah, then you have to wonder if he's going to get that type of work that you're hoping for Lamar Miller, which has made him a very safe number two running back. But. Oh, Des Bryant. Sorry, Jamie. I just had to react to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lamar Miller, Josh Gordon, Des Bryant, and Dave took Carlos Hyde. And Jeremy takes Demarius Thomas. So it's Miller, Gordon, Des, Hyde, Demarius Thomas. Oh, damn it, George takes Aaron Rodgers right before I can. Okay, I got a guy that I'm really hoping to get here. Really hoping Heath doesn't take him. Heath. Why don't you just say who it is? Because none of us can take don't him and none take, of us can tell Heath. Don't take Alex Collins, Heath. Don't do it. He is so clearly my pick. He Alex took, Collins? Yeah. He took Adam Thielen. Should I not take Alex? Let me open Alex? up my G-chat. <laughs> Should I not take Alex Collins? No, it's a good pick. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think there's obvious risk on it right now. We talked about what his situation was on the last podcast. We did, yeah. But... I, how, how do the Ravens not use him to some degree? He's a powerful physical runner. He's good at the goal line. Sneaky good hands. You just got to make sure he doesn't fumble the ball away. That's something you can work on with him. <laughs> uh, I, I can tell you a story that I think is funny. I don't know if it's funny. Would you like me to tell you real quick? Sure. 
I'm in a room, my office, where the light switch is outside the office, and my wife just accidentally turned it off. <laughs> you are in the dark. So now I'm in the dark <laughs> for the next 40 minutes or however long we're podcasting because she is out the door. And on her way out, she turned the light off on me, so that's wonderful. Do you need to get up and go nah, turn the light back nah, on? That's okay. I just I try not to fall asleep. All right, so in the dark. Jamie, you're on the clock with uh, with Derek Henry, uh, with uh, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, Derek Henry, and who the hell is your third player? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm going to go another running back here. Uh, you're taking Jamal Williams, of course. Why? Why don't they just go to Aaron Jones? Like he was so much better than Jamal Williams. I know we talked about this on on Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with you. Well, on a per carry basis, he was. Yeah, uh, I I think Jamal Williams is a better player. Um, that was at least uh, I'll stick with my take from last year. I thought he was their best running back coming into the season after the draft, and I think he proved that. Well, it's definitely a a lot of upside there. Okay, so after I took Collins, Amari Cooper went, then Stephon Diggs, then Jamal Williams. And Dave, we've talked about this before. This is kind of the point in the draft where I don't know, you might not love your pick, right? Like Right. This is the spot where that begins to happen. Okay, so here's Scott White. And, yeah, go ahead. And the other thing I'll tell you is that we're in late round four going into round five. I doubt we see many running backs in the next twelve picks. I think Jamie got the last decent one. Uh also Jarvis Landry is still on the board and it's a standard scoring league like if you bought into Jarvis Landry's touchdown output last year when he scored nine, he should probably be like a second-round pick in any format. Uh, but nobody's really buying that because he had four or five in each of his first three seasons. He's not. A but he still finished as a number two receiver all those years. Yeah, he, <laughs> Most he, of those years. he's probably a little underrated. He just didn't seem to have the upside in standard scoring. And Scott just took Jarvis Landry to finish out round four, which looks like this. Lamar Miller, Josh Gordon, Des Bryant, Carlos Hyde to Dave. Demarius Thomas, Aaron Rodgers, Adam Thielen, Alex Collins to me, Amari Cooper, Stefan Diggs, Jamal Williams to Jamie, Jarvis Landry. Demarius Thomas, like if they end up with Kirk Cousins, Demarius Thomas, like, what was that, 40th overall or 41st overall? That could be a great pick, right? Could be. Same with the Vikings receivers if he goes there. Sounds, though, like uh, there was a report today that Denver's still going to use their first-round pick on a quarterback, so that would probably lend itself to them not getting Kirk Cousins. I still think Kirk Cousins goes to the Jets. Well, you're right about the running backs. There's not one running back on the board that I'm excited to take right now. If you had to take one right now, who would it be? For me, it's C.J. Anderson, just because I still think he's got the potential with 16 games, as we saw last year, to be a number two running back. For me, it would be, gosh, like is is it too early to handcuff Devontae Freeman with Tevin Coleman? <laughs> In round five, I might do that in round six. I couldn't do that in round five. But I don't think I'm interested in anyone right now. Chris Carson, if they told me Chris Carson was definitely the guy. That might be my pick. Yeah. If he's the guy, though. So that way, take a look at the wide receiver. Only one, only one quarterback has come off the board. Um, and we're 50 picks in. Jamie's about to make pick number 50. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Are you gonna look at Brady or Russell Wilson? Uh, Brady just went. So I'm gonna deviate from my rankings here where I have Larry Fitzgerald next. But I'm gonna take somebody that could have some upside if he's healthy. Why don't you say his name? I will. His name is Alan Robinson. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Okay, Alan Robinson. Jamie has Alan Robinson 22nd. Dave has him 24th. Both have, uh, him ahead of Des Bryant, who went, like, 12 picks earlier. Yeah, I do have Larry Fitzgerald ranked ahead of him, but, you know, 
we could find out by the time this story is published that Larry Fitzgerald is retired. Right, so, right. <laughs> and and like I would be willing to take a quarterback here, but I guys, I don't know if this is justified. I still think Rodgers is just in a class by himself. So like I'm always excited to draft him. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. There's Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, who I think will bounce back. Carson Wentz. I'm not in a rush to to draft a quarterback now. What do you guys think? Is is Rodgers in his own tier? I don't think he's in his own tier, but he's definitely in the small tier with Brady. I think Russell Wilson belongs in that tier. And that's probably it. And then you've got another small group with Wentz and maybe Deshaun Watson and then Breeze. Bree, you could put Breeze in there too. He didn't have the best year last season, so I don't know how many people are going to be hot for him. But once those first five are gone, I think you could see a massive slip at quarterback. I'm toying with taking Marvin Jones here, and I, I feel like I am the Marvin Jones guy. I kind of believe in him, but, you know, you sit there. It, so we're 50 picks in. Jamie just took Allen Robinson. We're waiting for the next pick. Jamie's got five players, and only two owners have drafted five players. We're in the third pick of round five. You sit there, you look at Marvin Jones. I already have a tight end. So this isn't a bad time for tight ends to come off the board either. How many? No, I, I honestly, I consider it Olsen. Yeah, how many t- tight ends have come off the board? Just three? Just three. So I expect this would be a tight end round, um, but not for me. I, I look at Marvin Jones. I know he plays a more scarce position, but can I really justify taking him over Russell Wilson? You know? Do you just go best yeah, player Yeah, I would available? take Wilson just because there's safer. Right. And... You don't have to worry about replacing him. Who are the high upside wide receivers here that are still left? Because we definitely have reached a, a new tier in wide receiver. We're looking at Marvin Jones, Devin Funches, Robbie Anderson, Golden Tate, and it's standard scoring. I'll tell you with Robbie Anderson, though, uh, there is almost certainly a suspension coming. Right. So you just have to figure it's probably going to be at least two games, could be four games. And... From what I was hearing at the Super Bowl, I don't think they love him very much based on what his off-field behavior has been. So that position could be getting an upgrade for the Jets. Yeah. Michael, I mean, Michael Crabtree's still there. He's kind of solid. You gotta figure Corey Davis. But where is he playing though? Right. There's no That's guarantee true. he's gonna be back in Oakland. I think Corey Davis is probably the oh, highest <laughs> upside receiver left. Yeah. Funches, just keep in mind with Funches what his numbers were when Olsen came back. He had the one good game at the end of the season, I believe, was was a playoff game. But he was so hurt, though. Uh, true, but that's another team that's got to have to upgrade that position too. All right, so Russell, I was gonna take Russell Wilson, but the last two picks were Greg Olson and Russell Wilson. I guess it feels like a reach, but I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna take Marvin Jones. I'll be the Marvin Jones. He's guy. a round five pick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that that's a bad reach at all. No, I don't know if he's upside because I think he's gonna probably take a decrease in touchdowns. And just keep in mind, I mean, you know, if Kenny Galladay does improve and the mm-hmm. other guys kind of stay the same, they're all going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, well, uh, while you guys get ready for your next pick, I'm going to tell everybody about SeatGeek, an amazing app. If you want tickets to sports, to comedy, to theater, every purchase you make on SeatGeek is fully guaranteed. So that is great. You can shop for SeatGeek 
Uh, you can shop four tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. And I will tell you, look, I'm looking at my phone right now. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and I absolutely love it. You go in there, you search for an event, and what SeatGeek does is saves you time and money because it searches multiple ticket sites, and that's what you used to have to do. Remember, you'd have to go on this site and that site, Craigslist and stuff like that, try to find seats. It's not like that anymore. SeatGeek does all that work for you. So you sit back, let them pull in the results, give every ticket a grade based on value. You can see your bargains. I used it for Knicks tickets. When they used to have Porzingis, I was more interested in going to <laughs> Knicks games. But I, but I can't wait to use SeatGeek for Yankees tickets this year. If I'm going to a game, you can pretty much bet I'm using SeatGeek for it. So we want you to download that SeatGeek app and use the promo code FFT. The promo code is FFT. You're going to get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase if you use the promo code FFT. All right, Dave Richard just made a – oh, no, you're on the clock. Cool. All right, let me catch everybody up. After I took Marvin Jones, Heath took C.J. Anderson, which shocks me, over Larry Fitzgerald, who went next. C.J. Anderson for Heath over Fitzgerald? I, again, I think it, it could be some trepidation with Fitzgerald. Had Fitzgerald committed, I would have taken him where I took Allen Robinson. Oh, I'm just saying for Heath to not take, to take C.J. Anderson, who I didn't really think he liked, over Fitzgerald, who he's been he right about. He does? Isn't okay. he usually always a C.J. Anderson guy? I thought you and I were the C.J. Anderson guys. Yeah, no, I think he likes him. I mean, and at this point, he already had Hopkins, Keenan Allen, and Adam Thielen, so. Okay. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald to George. Juju Smith-Schuster was about 20 years younger than Larry Fitzgerald. After that, we are waiting for – wait, Dave, did you make a pick? I'm sorry. I did. Who was your pick? I took Tevin Coleman. You son of a – I didn't take him to squeeze you out of him. I <laughs> took him because he's finished as a top 24 running back. He did it last year. I believe he did it as a rookie. And uh, I think he's got a bunch of decent games in him. And there's a chance with Freeman seeing a limited workload for most of this season, especially after the concussion, maybe Coleman starts to take over there a little bit. Yeah, well, um, he's he's obviously really risky because he's kind of useless if he, if not, right? That's true. And I'm going to take another running back. I'm, I'm hoping that Chris Carson falls to me in round six. Okay. I, I couldn't pull him. the trigger on Carson over Colton. <laughs> I won't put him in my queue then. Chris Carson. Yeah, he's at the top of mine. What about DeMarco Murray? Is now a reasonable time for DeMarco Murray to be drafted? No, I don't think there's a lot of excitement for DeMarco Murray at this point. And how are you guys going to approach the, um, the Raiders running backs? You hear uh, anything about Marshawn hanging it up? I know he signed a two-year deal when he joined yeah. the Raiders. Uh, I would imagine uh, he's he's staying with them for this year. Okay. And running backs under John Gruden have done very well. So not his kind of running back, though. Well, yeah, Lynch isn't back. that guy. I don't think Gruden's about to transform him into a five-catch-a-game running back. But if this is who they have going into the year, I'm certain that Lynch is going to get a lot of work. So, this is a range form. Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, there's just not that many good running good running backs available. Hopefully, uh, teams have three that they like at this point. I do not. What are your teams through five rounds, guys? Jamie, we'll start with you. Uh, my team is Le'Veon Bell, Derrick Henry, and Jamal Williams at running back, and Tyreek Hill and Allen Robinson at wide receiver. All right, risky wide receivers, obviously, but strong at running back. I had to. Uh, shut down my stupid computer, so I'm going to try to do my team off of memory. I have Antonio Brown and Marvin Jones at wide receiver. I have Devontae Freeman and Alex Collins at running back, and Zach Ertz at tight end. I guess when your team's that good, it's not hard to remember. 
It's a nice starting five. <laughs> it'll it'll go a long way if the Ravens don't do anything at running back this offseason, which could be a little bit of a well, stretch. Well, they're going to get we'll Kenneth Dixon back. It's just a matter of how But healthy. I don't think, as much as I love Dixon, I don't think he where breaks into Collins' workload. I no, think but he takes away a, a little bit. If they have, and they're going to get more out of Marlon Mack, you would assume. Well, I Marlon, mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Danny Woodhead. Yeah. Unless they cut him. That'd be weird. It would be weird, but he also hurt himself. He's had two major injuries over the last three seasons. I think that they might get nervous about him in that role, and they might be comfortable with Dixon in that role. Yeah. He's a good pass-catching running back. Collins is a good pass-catching running back. So I'd, I'd like to talk to somebody from the Ravens and find out if if it's really just the fumbles with Collins, or maybe it's just take you got maybe we just take a look at what he did this season, watch his games, and we can get an idea of what he can and cannot do. What's going on in the draft, guys? I apologize, I'm having technical issues. Evan Ingram just went at 58th overall to Marone Berkson, so I believe that's the fifth tight end off the board. Yes. Hmm. I think that's interesting. Yeah, it really is. I uh I don't I actually don't yeah. have a problem with it. Who else would I you take? I think he's going to end up being the number 2, the second best pass catcher for the Giants. Who else would you take if not him at tight end? We've we've got the big 3 plus Greg and, Olson off the board. Hunter Henry. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if luck is right, Jack Doyle's in this range too. Yeah. When when do you think Andrew Luck's going to go? I sank him. That's on the news with the Colts and Chris he, Ballard saying he's not in my top fifteen. On on one sec on on in one sentence he says Andrew Luck's not going to need another surgery or he's not scheduled for another surgery I believe he said and then in the next sentence he says well we're not sure if he's going to need another surgery there's still a chance of it so I I I think it's a real dicey situation he's outside of my top twelve and could you give me some more picks by the way uh, that have gone yeah. Yes. So after Dave took Tevin Coleman, Marone took Evan Ingram, and Chris Towers uh, took DeMarco Murray. Ah, there you go. All right, pretty interesting spot in the draft. A lot of really good quarterbacks are on the board. Still some good tight ends on the board. How crazy would it be to take Jordan Reed? I think he's in the Andrew Luck category, so I think you want to take him probably at a spot where there's just ultimate, ultimate value, and that's nowhere near where we are right now. Okay. Yeah, we're we're in the sixth round of a 12-team standard scoring mock draft. Like, the only way I would take Jordan Reed is if I don't want the also-ran tight ends of Delaney Walker. If you feel that Jimmy Graham has hit this point, I don't. But if you do, um, Kyle Rudolph, who, as we know, is certainly touchdown dependent. So if you think you're going to get, you know, 13 games out of Jordan Reed, which is I think, happened once since his rookie season, then that's the spot you take him. But you have to kind of understand that you're probably playing tight end roulette then. You know what's kind of interesting, guys? We haven't had more than one Ram off the board, right? Just Gurley number one? Yep. I think the wide receivers are going to come into play pretty soon. Yeah, you had made your pick at that point, but that's one of those guys I was going to suggest was Robert Woods. You know, if he had played 16 games last year, you know how he would have finished. Oh, yeah. Man, he was a beast. Mm -hmm. I, I do really suspect that Watkins is going to be a lot better. Not necessarily better than Woods, but a lot better this year. So to close out, the uh, fifth round was... After Dave again was Evan Ingram, DeMarco Murray, Jordy Nelson was the last pick of round five. And the first pick of round six was Golden Tate, followed by the second Ram of Sammy Watkins. Oh. So Watkins over Woods. All right, my apologies to everybody. I'm sorry about all my technical issues. I am back online. And, uh, yeah, we are at now pick 63 
as Sammy Watkins is off the board and Marone is on the clock. And Dave, you're on deck. So after stealing Tevin Coleman from me, you now have Hyde and Coleman, Beckham, Green, and Cooks at wide receiver. What are you thinking this round? I am tempted by Deshaun Watson. Carson Wentz just went. I think that's good value for him in round six. I am tempted by Deshaun Watson. But given the pickle I put myself in at running with uh, three wide receivers early on and, and needing a third running back, uh, I, I want to build up on that position. And I really like Chris Carson. And I'm going to take him. I'm going to hope that the Seattle Seahawks improve their offensive line. I am positive they're going to bring in competition for Carson at running back. I don't think it will be um, a expensive free agent or a first-round pick. I think there will be a chance here for Carson to begin the season as the week one starter for the Seahawks. Yeah, my guess is they're going to probably go with at least the trio of Carson, Mike Davis, and CJ Procise, and then a fourth guy added into it. Because all those guys are cheap. They're all under control. They all kind of can do, I think, what Seattle wants, Procise being a passing downs guy, the other two guys being physical runners between the tackles. Mike Davis, I think, was impressive when he got an opportunity. And I agree with you. If they do improve the offensive line, then the uh, New York Yankees' Russell Wilson will be uh, very, very good. Who? Oh, Russell Wilson's part of the New York Yankees. What? He was traded today, Adam. The Rangers. I thought you were on Yankees. top of sports news. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't see that. I didn't see. Yeah, that. the Rangers traded him to the Yankees. He's always wanted to be a member of the Yankees. He will go to spring training with the Yankees. Really? Yep. So now you're a Russell Wilson fan. Oh, good for him. That's good stuff. Okay. Well, I'm almost up. I'm on the clock. There's some really high upside wide receivers that I like. Will Fuller and Corey Davis are in my queue, and Heath just took Bilal Powell. So after Carson Wentz, then Chris Carson to Dave, then Hunter Henry, Robert Woods, Bilal Powell, and I think I got to take Corey Davis here. I got a chance at 68th overall to get a breakout player. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Corey Davis. I don't really love that Bilal Powell pick there. Yeah, like he boy is he coming off a bad year. It was very disappointing. Uh, I mean, wasn't wasn't last year supposed to be the year that he took over as the main runner in that offense? Yeah, I mean, look, Matt Forte's done. There's no chance he's coming back. But I think they're going to see uh, some sort of timeshare, whether it's Powell and Elijah McGuire or somebody else. But, I mean, Powell's just getting older and more brittle and just not very good. Boy, do we need the rookie running backs to get drafted already. Because <laughs> uh, running back is kind of rough right now. As you can see from – from Bilal Powell being taken 67th overall. Corey Davis to me, Michael Crabtree to RJ. Jamie, you are on deck, and Jamie's team is Le'Veon Bell, Derrick Henry, and Jamal Williams with Tyreek Hill and Allen Robinson at wide receiver. So he has two picks in the next four as we wait for Matthew Coca to make a pick. What are you thinking? I might go Watson. Um, he's certainly on the table. Uh, I might also go with Fuller. I might also go Cooper Cup. That's that'd be three Rams wide receivers within like ten picks. Mm -hmm. I also think I don't think he's been taken yet, but Duke Johnson. Duke is still available. Don't know where he's going to play. Free agent. How about Crowell? Don't know where he's going to play either. You know what? That might that's a guy I'm putting in my queue. Isaiah Crowell. Still believe he's a good player. I think Duke is signed. I don't think he's a free agent. Crowell is. I'll double check. No, they both were. I could be wrong. I'm going to let you know the result. Everybody place your bets. Is Duke a free agent or not? Uh, I'm going to say no. I think he has one year left. According to OverTheCap.com, 
He is on his fourth year of his rookie deal. Booyah! His final year of his rookie deal. Okay. All right, so uh, Matthew Coca is taking a long time to make pick number 70. Some of the best players available. Two quarterbacks uh, that I have in my queue are Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson. Cam Newton is also available. In fact, oh, the only quarterbacks who have been taken are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz. Am I forgetting someone? Nope, that's it. Okay, just four. Uh, we also have six tight ends taken. We have Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz, Olsen, Ingram, and Hunter Henry. And then, as I mentioned, Breeze, Watson, Cam Newton are available. Will Fuller is available. Um, let's see, other wide receivers. Pierre Garçon, I believe, is still there. Cooper Cup. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, if they get a quarterback upgrade, he could be really good. Julian Edelman is still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, some running backs. Like, Tariq Cohen's probably way too early for him now. Oh, Wayne Gallman's kind of interesting. Is is Marshawn still on the board, or did he get taken? Marshawn is still on the board. All right, so Marshawn Lynch, Duke Johnson, and Crowell. Uh, all right, so there's some talent there. Marlon Mack and Frank Gore. <laughs> we haven't taken a Redskins. Frank, Frank Gore's not playing next year. We haven't taken a Redskins running back yet. He might. I don't think he's going to play a lot next year. All right, so, yeah, I so see, oh, I don't see anybody signing a 35-year-old two-down back. I was wrong about we haven't taken a Redskins running back. Samaje P. Ryan just went. And then Jamie took Deshaun Watson. Scott White takes Robbie Anderson. And we have now made 72 picks, and we're done with six rounds. We begin round seven here with Scott on the clock. Scott is the girly owner and the Todd girly owner. And his team, pull that up real quick. Pardon me. Scott White, making his eighth pick, has Todd Gurley and Mark Ingram, Tom Brady, Travis Kelsey, like, damn, Jarvis Landry and Robbie Anderson. He's drafted pretty well. I think. Yeah, you yeah. just don't know where Landry's going to play or how many games Robbie Anderson's going to miss. <laughs> right, so the wide receivers could be terrible. But Kelsey, Brady, Gurley, he's got three of the best players at, at those three positions, if not the three best, and Mark Ingram. And Very now good. he has Duke Johnson. And Jamie, you're on the clock. Very good, Scott. Start, start for Scotty. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Jamie? What do you think? Was Duke somebody that you were looking at? Yep. Do you wish you had taken him with your previous pick so that you could get Watson now? Nope. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't have taken Watson because he had Brady. But I know. Oh, no, I didn't look at that. Yeah, we're doing a draft right now. It's kind of hard to manage all that. So Scott had two picks uh, after Jamie. He wasn't going to take a quarterback. All right, Jamie takes Devin Funches. I think that's great value. Yeah, round seven. I think – I. I would have a problem with him in round six, maybe not even round five. Yeah, I just don't think that uh what we saw from him when Olsen was there and McCaffrey clearly being a, a part of the passing game, plus they're going to upgrade the other side for sure. They have to. Yeah. Um, there was news today that Curtis Samuel's not or having another surgery on his ankle. So uh I just don't know how good Funches could be based on, you know, the up and down season that he had after Calvin Benjamin was traded. But – he should be their number one guy. The downside to Funches is I don't think that he's the type of number one receiver that Norv Turner has made a living with. You think about all the guys that he had in San Diego, and then of course Michael Irvin I mean, and he other could be guys. Vincent Jackson. I don't think he's as fast as Vincent Jackson. No, but to he's be a big honest with you. Guy. But if they if if the receiver addition that we're talking about is a rookie, and it's not necessarily a first round pick, 
then I think the door is open for Funches to still get well over 100 targets. Let me talk to you guys about my conundrum here. I'm really struggling. I want to know what you would do. So I'm on my seventh pick, 77th overall. I have two running backs, two receive, three receivers, and a tight end. I have Freeman and Collins, Antonio Brown, Marvin Jones, and Corey Davis, and Zach Ertz. I like the team, but we've been talking about how running back, you know, it's it's ugly now. You know, you need depth. So I've got Isaiah Crowell and Marshawn Lynch in my queue, and I've got Drew Brees. I'm not going to get if, – if I don't take Brees or Cam Newton here, I don't think I'm getting either of them you know, like 13 or 14 picks from now when I make my next pick, I guess I could gamble. But after that, like, I really see a drop-off at quarterback. I really do. I know quarterback's deep, but I don't want Stafford. I don't want Garoppolo if I can get Breeze. Do I sacrifice running back depth to get a potentially elite quarterback? Or do you give yourself a little security at running back and take Lynch or Crowell here? I would take Lynch. Dave? I would probably also take Lynch. All right, let's do it. See what I see if I can get Breeze or Cam on the way back. I took I took Marshawn Lynch. Oh, that's so frustrating. That's kind of when you when you spend an early pick on a tight end, there's just gonna be some depth issues, you know, at either receiver or running back. But you know what? I, I'm I'm happy with the team. No regrets. No regrets. Marshawn Lynch is the pick, and now we are waiting for Heath, and he takes Marlon Mack. Wow, could be, could good. be good. Yeah, it could be very good. Right now is the starting running Deals back for the Colts. Really early. I don't think so. What's early about it, Dave? Because, yeah, you could be the starting running back for the Colts. As of now, he is. As of now, he is, yes. Kyle Rudolph to George. Drew Brees is taken. And now, Dave, you are on the clock. Pick 81. Dave has three running backs and three receivers. I was uh, I was looking forward to taking Drew Brees. And the fact they went a pick in front of me has made me a shade of angry. <laughs> So I'm going to need a minute to go over who's available and who I like the best. There's Jimmy Graham. Certainly could use a tight end. I would have to double check to see what the tight ends are like for some of the other teams that are picking after me at the end of this round and then again before me in round eight. The running backs that are left are Burkhead, Crowell, McKinnon. I've, I've, I kind of like McKinnon. I think he's going to change teams this year. I think he's going to have the chance to have at least a decent role, consistent role, good pass catcher. We're in the era of running backs. I am very tempted to just pull the trigger on Jarek McKinnon and not even bother looking to see if anybody needs Jimmy Graham in the next round. Only Chris has a tight end need. There are three teams that will make two picks before your next pick. Chris is the only one who needs a tight end. If Jarek McKinnon does go to the Giants with Pat Shermer, he could definitely win that job. Yes. That needs a offensive line upgrade in the worst way. He will get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, but in round enough. seven for a guy who might be a starting running back, even if it sure. is the Giants, I'm extremely happy with it, especially considering how desperate I've been for running backs in this draft. Now I feel good about my running backs. It took Jerk McKinnon <laughs> to make me feel this way about my running backs, but I went four in a row. I have Carlos Hyde. Uh, I took Chris Carson. I like him. I think he definitely has upside. Uh, I just took McKinnon. We just talked all about him. And then the other running back I took was Tevin Coleman, who could end up being the lead back in Atlanta. So between those four running backs, I should have at least two every week who I'll have a semblance of confidence in starting, along with three stud wide receivers that I'm never going to take out of my lineup. Let me recap round seven. We are finishing up. We have three picks left. Duke Johnson, 
Devin Funches, Jamison Crowder, Chris Thompson, Marshawn Lynch, Marlon Mack, Kyle Rudolph, Drew Brees, and Jarek McKinnon. I, I once again will not be drafting any Kyle Rudolph, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's just not good enough. Uh, okay, so we have three picks. He's much better in PPR. Sure. Yeah. I would rather have Jordan Reed than Rudolph. Just taking the upside? Absolutely. Alright, so, um, some players in my queue right now, even though Dave's picking before me. Will Fuller, Isaiah Crowell, Cam Newton, and Wayne Gallman. I'm not saying I would yeah, take Yeah, I like Gallman better than McKinnon. Yeah, certainly an argument to be made. So, uh, what was I gonna say, guys? Oh, um, still don't know. Forgot. Let's, let's pivot. Let's go to something new then. It's sometimes tough hosting a podcast while doing a draft. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Please let Isaiah Crowell end up on the Lions. I would love it. Your thoughts? I think all these guys are in play. I think McKinnon's in play there. I think uh, Crowell's in play there. Carlos Hyde's probably in play there. Um, you know, there are a lot of situations where they're going to look at somebody that can upgrade that running game. Yeah. Yeah, come on, let's do it. My guess is they'll take the cheapest option. We are waiting for Marone to make the 82nd overall pick. So any uh, thoughts so far, guys? Any trends you see? I mean, look, it's a lot of uh, what if this, what if that. You know, we don't know what the other people are thinking clearly besides the three of us, but there's a lot of, um, you know, guessing going on, I think, at this point, just on where some of these players are going to be. Six quarterbacks taken through seven rounds. I think that's a sign of the times, and it just makes for a lot of very appealing bargain picks later on. No quarterbacks. When was Rogers State? Was he a round three pick or a round four pick? Four, I believe. Like early I th- four. I thought so too. Uh, by maybe the way, that, maybe that's where you start with your draft thinking. Cam Newton just went, by the way, so that's seven. No, that was a mistake. That oh, was a mistake. Okay. Yeah, Rogers went forty-second overall. Okay, so how many of you out there would love to have Aaron Rodgers in round four? And then would you take him in round three? Would you take him in round two? Are you in a league where people are still going to take quarterbacks in round one? And if so, then. You, you should almost certainly wait for a deal on quarterback. I th- I also just added Nelson Aguilar to my queue. Do you think round eight is an appropriate time? Like it would be around ninety fifth overall or so. Uh, now like more more like ninetieth overall for Nelson Aguilar. He's right in that range. Oh, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. Julian Edelman just went eighty second overall. Like that's a guy I forgot about. I should have probably put him in my queue. In a standard league, I think that's right about where you should expect him to go. Really? PPR is totally different. Okay. All right, so uh, Julian Edelman is the pick. We have two picks left in round seven. <laughs> and we have a funny joke in the chat room. So Marone accidentally took Cam Newton. It was backed out. And then Julian Edelman was selected. And then RJ said, jokingly, Josh McDaniels decided to pick Cam but changed his mind. <laughs> What the hell, guys? What, 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 can you believe that? Yeah, I think there is a couple things at play. One, obviously, Kraft, I'm sure, threw money at Josh McDaniels and said that you're the guy. Yeah. And you also have to wonder if, uh, Tom Brady maybe said to Robert Kraft, you better keep Josh McDaniels or I'm going to retire. Yeah, maybe. I just, wow. Don't you think he kind of owed it to, like, he hired assistants and they left their jobs. 
Um, yeah, but it's not like they got bad jobs. I know, but they thought they're keeping their jobs. It's weird. They uh, like the defense coordinator, so that's good. Well, you did just, you? It, it, I feel bad for the head coach that's taking that job now because he's taking guys that he doesn't want. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to want that? And did you read uh, Greg Doyle's article? Oh yeah. Greg Doyle used to work for CBSSports.com. Now he writes for the Indy Star. Wow, he destroyed, <laughs> destroyed Josh McDaniels. Yep, call him a whiny baby. And that's what Doyle does. Like he's provocative and he's fun. Uh, recommended reading. All right, Marquise Goodwin goes with the 83rd pick, and we are finally done. Oh, no, we're not done. Will is on the clock now with the last pick of round seven. It's kind of a slow draft. Uh, I apologize for the pace. We'll do one more round, and then we'll uh, cut it off. But I think it's been pretty informative so far. My takeaways are, like I said earlier, I'd like to get two, if not three, top 18 to 20 running backs as of right now. That will change when the rookies get drafted. That will change after free agency. And I kind of like the mid-round value at wide receiver. I think there are some good young players with high upside, like Will Fuller, who's still on the board. Like that's Cor- your guy, right? Corey Davis. What do you mean if I'm if I can still get him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I might try to just load up on on like Crowell or Gallman to get some more running back depth. But yeah, I'd love to get Will Fuller here. And uh, yeah, and that's it. So good mid-round wide receivers. Get some early running backs. And, and all that said, those are just guidelines. You know, it's not set in stone. I wouldn't take. I mean, I, yeah, the the rookies and free agents are going to certainly dramatically change this. Yeah, like I don't, I don't regret taking Antonio Brown, Devontae Freeman, and Zach Ertz, and straying from the two top eighteen running back things. Like, if it's value, it's value. All right, uh, Cooper Cup or Tariq Cohen goes with pick eighty four to end round seven, and then Cooper Cup is the first pick of round eight. Dave, you're up in a couple picks. I am. Remember, I thought about taking Jimmy Graham with my last pick, so he's at the top of my queue now. And then behind him, I've got some interesting running backs that I'm going to have to make a choice on. There's Burkhead, Deontay Foreman, Wayne Gallman, Corey Clement. I why think, Burkhead? Why Burkhead? Because I think he could end up in a decent role somewhere else if it's not New England. And why would they get rid England, of him? It's still a good role. Gets a lot of touchdowns there. Why would they get rid of him? No, Why they, would they get rid of him? Well, he's a free agent, it. so they'd have to pay him more money. Then they give him two years? No. One year? It's a one-year deal. But even if they don't, Dave's saying if he's on New England, he's okay with that. Cam Newton is now off the board. Marone got him, but anyway. No? No. <laughs> he keeps auto-picking Cam Newton. Okay, no, he's taking Wayne Gallman. Fine, I'll take Cam Newton. I'm putting Cam Newton back in my queue. Uh, I would love to get Cam Newton. That would be 89 at 92nd overall. Hell yeah, man. And I do think, uh, I do think that Cam Newton is, for me, the last of a tier. Uh, Jimmy Graham goes to Dave. Congratulations. Got my guy after all. Rex Burkhead goes to Jeremy, whose last name is pronounced Bache, and Dave sat next to him for a really long time and didn't know how to pronounce his name. It was embarrassing. Chris Hogan goes. Jack Doyle goes. All right, Adam Azer. Cam Newton or Will Fuller? Cam Newton. It's gotta be Cam Newton. Cam Newton, yeah. All right, we got a few picks left, and then we will end this fun, this disjointed fun. Devontae Parker goes to RJ. See, I love Devontae Parker. Like, I'd love to take a shot on him, not 93rd overall. Or Yeah, and then Marcus Mariota goes. All right, interesting. We got a quarterback run developing here in round eight. That's, that's an interesting – that feels a little reachy to me uh, for Mariota to go there. And Jamie, yeah. good pick by Jamie, took Aaron Jones to back up Jamal Williams. 95. Yeah, I was hoping he would make it there. Good pick. 
And now Scott will make our last podcast pick, the 96th overall pick, the last pick of round eight. Jamie, when will the results be available on the website? Tomorrow. Cool. So by the time the podcast is posted, the results should be there also. Yeah. I'm not sure the draft will end today, <laughs> but <laughs> we are hoping so. All right, Scott's last pick, Sterling Shepard, 96th overall. Cool. And he took Emmanuel Sanders, 97th. And now we cheated and we went into round nine. Guys, thank you very much for your time. That's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Today podcast. We're back with two more next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you then. Bye. It's all-